everyone. You're listening to On The Rise Podcast with your hosts, Amanda and Joe. We're two Kiwi girls who share nearly 30 years of friendship and we plan to take you on a journey of self-discovery and personal development to help you rise up in all areas of your life. You can expect real talk, tough topics and unapologetic vulnerability. We want to inspire you to believe you're worth more, to never settle for average, and to have confidence to take up space in all areas of your life. If you haven't done so, please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode. And we'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram at on the underscore rise podcast. Let's get into it. everyone welcome to episode 30 with on the rise podcast your hosts here amanda and joe how are you my friends hey joe hi everyone welcome wow episode 30 i'm just gonna stop there for a minute Um, that's that's a cool milestone. Um, but no, I'm good, thank you. Um, I'm much better than I was, I suppose, in the last week. I've just come off the back of a really icky illness, um, antibiotics, really, um, really not feeling well, still not a hundred percent, but gosh, definitely realize um health is wealth, right? It totally is. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. You don't want to take for granted, but so many bugs and illnesses and all the sorts at the moment right all the things all the things and it was funny when I was like in the thick of it I was I was thinking oh my gosh like I would like kill to go to the gym right now like I would kill to go for my walk you know those things that sometimes you have to push yourself to do like when you're not feeling well eh? you're like oh I give anything to do that so yeah definitely feeling better now so that is great um and joe how about you you are so close to be um boarding a plane i am well by the time our listeners listen to this episode i would have probably been to america and back but as we are recording this my bags are packed and i fly out tomorrow so yeah really excited yeah, that's so cool. It feels like it's been um, a long time coming. I feel like we spoke about this trip, well, we did at the beginning of the year, right? When we were doing some planning and who would have thought it's here now? Yeah. yeah. It's June. Yeah. Mid-June. Mid-June. All right. Well, let's kick into our episode. Today, we have got a good one for all of you and something that we think has been important and crucial to success and achieving goals and vision and dream. And the heading of today's episode is having some fight in you, having a bit of mongrel, way. Eh? Yeah, I thought you were going to say mongrel, but yeah, same, same, bringing that inner mongrel out when you need to. Yeah, so how should we kick off this episode, Amanda? Where should we start? There's so many areas we could go with this. No, so many ways, uh, so many directions. Um, maybe we could talk about some times where we've had to unleash in a mongrels. Yeah. <laughs> different yeah. situations. Yeah. yeah sure. I guess, yeah, I guess what makes me passionate about this episode and you know, being an entrepreneur and, and business woman is I know myself, I guess the effort and the work ethic that it takes to get you places and 
sometimes I find it frustrating, heartbreaking when I see people quit on themselves or quit on their dreams. And, you know, this is what brought up the conversation with me and Amanda. And I was like, man, I just wish, I wish you had a little bit more fight in you or a bit of mongrel in you to keep going when the times get tough. Um, and I guess when I think about my journey in life and, you know, some of the times where I've been at rock bottom, I really believe that it's those times and moments that have actually given me the fight in mongrel for my future and success and my dreams and goals because I guess I knew from a young age that nothing was going to be handed to me. And I guess it's a bit of encouragement to anyone out there that hasn't had, you know, I guess things just handed to you or you feel like, man, I've had a hard start to life or, you know, things haven't been easy for you. If anything, you can use those hardships to shape you for where you want to go. The way I saw it was I've already been at rock bottom. It can't get harder than this. So I'm going to use that. I've had to fight to get out of bed at times when I've been depressed or I haven't been in a good place. So for me to fight for my goals and dreams, I see it as a privilege, so to say. I feel like I totally digressed and went everywhere just then. No, no, I love that. And I've been silent because I loved it. <laughs> So, you know, really wanted you to go with that train of thought. Um, oh, my gosh, that brings up so much for me. Like, I feel like there's so many um, sort of offshooting topics off that one sort of that one sort of topic you were just talking about. But there's a few things that I think there. And I think this is probably a really good insight into why we are so passionate about what we do and what we're doing with On The Rise, right? We look at On The Rise as a way to empower other women and we we have worked through different challenges in our lives. We've faced the mongrel, you know, we've overcome um, adversity and overcome hard times and overcome challenges and you know what? They're going to keep coming and they still come. You know, that's the reality. Like if you think that you get to a certain point and you're, you know, it's all gravy from there and everything's, you know, going to flow for you, like to an extent, yes, you can set your life up so that things can flow in the way that you want, but there's always going to be unexpected. But I think that's one of the main reasons why we started On The Rise and why we've started our coaching business because we're passionate about, you know, women taking back that power, following through on their goals, you know, going for their goals in the first place, right? Like even just the the action of going for it is hard. You know, you have to bring your mongrel out just to try, you know. Um, but yeah, definitely resonates with you and I, I know Joe, um, you know, that that fight to want more. And, and part of that and part of the stuff we coach is, you know, not only knowing and understanding what your goals are, but getting a really clear freaking plan around it and then going for it, like executing on it. And you know what? You're going to hit bumps. Cool. You're going to have to attack those on the way too. So yeah, I love all of that. So with all of that in mind, Joe, do you have any sort of specific examples you know, throughout your life where you can, I suppose, share the learnings that you've had and sort of share how you've, um, how you've attacked those types of situations? Yeah, uh, one example that comes to mind is 
probably just in the last five years in business and there was a time where I was going for uh, a big promotion in my business and it was crazy because like looking back like the amount of sales that I needed me and my team needed to achieve in a month was almost impossible and when you looked at you know, I'd plan out my team, I'll plan out my numbers. Did the numbers equal that amount of sales? No. So straight away, it was something that I knew I had to have faith for, I had to work for, and I had to fight for it. Right up into the last week and the last day of the month of that promotion, I was far off my goal. Again, the numbers didn't add up for the goals we were all individually going for. Did it look like it was going to happen? No, but did I freaking fight for it? 100%. And and that's the thing, like if I had allowed, I guess, the circumstances or the stats in front of me to dictate if I was going to achieve it or not, I would have failed. You know, looking at the stats, it's like it's not going to happen. It doesn't add up. You you got to quit now. But no, I didn't. And even on the last day, right up until midnight, like I think I achieved the promotion maybe at like 10 to 12, 10 minutes to spare. Um, but yeah, and, you know, in hindsight, like I, I could have, it, it may not have happened, but I keep going and I keep fighting for it regardless yeah I love that yeah 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 that takes a lot of willpower a lot of belief and a lot of hard work like let's not ignore the amount of work right (laughs) lots and lots of work yeah for sure yeah um and you know some of the learnings in that was really um my mindset like my mindset easily could have taken me out but my mindset made me keep going. And also the people that were around me. Again, we always talk about your circle. Yeah. Same because, same topics every week. Yeah. yeah, totally. Like I had people breathing belief into me. You know, there were times when I doubted. Of course, it's so natural. Like, oh, I don't know if this is going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. But I had key people breathing belief into me saying, it's going to happen. You can do this. Remember who you are. So, yeah, mindset, again, that's a big part in terms of what we coach and believe in on the rise. Because you've got to have a strong mindset before anything. You've got to have that willpower and the ability to keep going when it doesn't even look like it's going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I love that. And I think, you know, just thinking personally as well and from our own life experiences, like I can't think of specific sort of scenarios now, but what I will tell you is that, you know, I've always known from a really young age that I freaking hate when people tell me that I can't do something. Like, you know, someone tells me I can't do something, oh, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm not going to do it once. I'm going to do it three, four, five times and let you know about it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I I do know that there's definitely, you know, within the core of my being, you know, I've always felt um, 
I suppose that drive, like whatever that that be with, whether that's with relationships or with business or career, you know, or, you know, recently um, property investment. You know, I love it when somebody tells me I can't do something. That's my fuel. That's my fire. So, yeah. yeah so I suppose, again, it comes back to, you know, um, mindset for sure, like a thousand percent mindset and that sort of inner um, unbreakable self-belief that you build up over time, right? Like that's not something that that you're born with and it's something that can get knocked um, throughout life. But I think, you know, building on that and, and leaning into that at times like this is super important. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got a question for you. Why do you think, or a common reason, so to say, do you think people quit on themselves and don't find that fight to keep going when the going gets tough? Yeah, I I think there's probably a few reasons that I can sort of think on or draw from from my own experiences. Like one would definitely be, you know, for whatever reason, the the self-belief isn't there or the the belief in self um is probably the better way to put it. So, you know, um traumas that may have happened in people's lives have really impacted the way that they react to situations, right? Or the way that they feel about themselves, which impacts the way that they act towards whatever it is that, you know, they've got going on. So I definitely think there's an element of that. And I think, you know, this might not be very popular opinion, but I think some people are lazy. You know, I think people are, are, and I think it's getting worse. You know, we've got the age of social media, we've got the age of now like we don't like to wait for anything anymore there's no delayed gratification there's no you know people want shit now they look online and they think oh that person's got it like it must have happened overnight so I definitely think there's an element of that like of laziness um entitlement and yeah entitlement is is probably yeah that's probably a really good word for it right like you know people I, I think and I've learned this over the years as well, you know, you you can help people, you know, uh, so much, but it can get to the point where sometimes that help is expected, you know, So and that's that, that entitlement piece. So rather than them working for it, they just expect that all these things are going to happen without putting the grind in because it is a grind. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. What, what about you? What do you think? Did I miss anything there? Yeah, I think definitely I agree with everything that you said. And Possibly just not having a bigger vision or why for their life. Because, I mean, I know for me, my my why has always been about my daughter, Maya, her future. So for me, I feel like it's easy to work hard because the outcome and the purpose is worth it, right? Yeah, so I feel like that's definitely important, like just really thinking about why success is important for you. One thing I've actually learned as well is you also, with your why, you actually have to understand what drives you because not everyone is driven by money and that is okay. And obviously success looks different for everybody. So if you're not driven by money, what are you driven by? Is it to help your parents out? Is it to provide something for for your children? And saying that though, 
the whole not driven by money thing, you actually have to ask yourself why or what's important to you. What I mean by that on a practical level is, you know, my experience in business and and helping people. I know people that haven't been driven by money, but yet they want time and they want to be able to give to others. And so I've had to have conversations with them in order to have time you need money to give you time, right? Yeah. And in order to give to others, you need money to be able to, yeah. what are you going to give if you don't have anything, right? So, yeah, I think it's really understanding what your why is, and it has to be compelling that it makes you want to work and knowing what is your driver. If it's not money, what is it and why is that? Yeah, I love that. Um, We coach a lot on why, right, Joe? And I think we do that, obviously, for this reason. But there is definitely power in that step back and that strategic view, right? Like, you know, you, you think about those types of things for work and you do all these types of activities for work. But, like, it's crucial to do those for your personal life as well, you know? Having that guiding light, you know, having, um, and it sounds so strange, like having a strategy for your life, but, you know, essentially that's what your why is. Like, it's your it's your higher purpose, it's your bigger vision, you know, it's all of that stuff. Um, yeah, so I think that's a big one. Um, and if you haven't already um, for this year, it's not too late. You can do a, um, a half-year one. Um, you could do a vision board would be a really great way to do that, Um if you've got Pinterest, like I know, Joe, we've created ours in Pinterest um, using a whole lot of visuals and sort of grouping them into different categories. Uh, but yeah, vision board's super helpful. Um, and if you've got family, doing that with family as well is so powerful, especially if you've got um, teenage kids or kids that really can, you know, grasp the understanding. But to get them to start thinking about their lives in that way is is, is huge as a kid, right? Mm, definitely, definitely get onto a vision board. And just another thing that was that came to mind just then, I think when it comes to like finding that fight and mongrel in you, you have to be willing to embrace the suck and do the hard things that you don't necessarily enjoy. Like, for example, um, when you're new to a business, obviously – Everything is new. You don't understand it all. I know for Amanda and I starting this coaching business, there's been so many new things that we've had to learn. And it's like at times, it's like I remember saying to Amanda, I'm like, oh my gosh, this sucks. Like I don't know what I'm doing. It's frustrating, you know. So and it's like going to the gym. If you're new to a health and fitness journey, you're probably going to hate the gym when you first go along. Like, let's just be real. You are uncomfortable. The body's going to be really sore. But unless you embrace that suck and keep pushing through to get to the point where it is a little bit more enjoyable, then, you know, you're always going to quit. So there is a period in anything that you want in life that it's going to suck and you're going to have to push through and fight for it, right? Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent. And I think um, just hearing you talk on that too, another thought came up, which is about, and it's probably about the business stuff because it has been such a steep learning curve for us, Joe. Um, and there's also been a little bit a, a, a requirement really for us to really um, ignore our egos. 
Yeah. You know, like putting ourselves out there is freaking hard, you know, putting our viewpoints out there that, you know, not everyone agrees with, which is fine. Like it's fine for not everyone to agree with whatever messaging you're putting out. Like if that's coming from your heart and, and you know, you know why you're speaking these things and they're your truth and that's fine. You're not hurting anybody, but, but it's a different thing to do that in reality, you know, and have that sort of, um, I suppose feeling that that pull and that confrontation with yourself when you're doing it but yeah crucial but even with the business stuff like I'm if I'm thinking about specific examples like shit there has been so many things that have sucked along this journey in terms of our learning Mm -hmm. even just the things that they seem so simple but just learning about you know social media and and how to you know create content and how to create content that's valuable for people or thing that's going to help people Um, that has been so hard and I remember um, even starting when we started back in November you know creating one post or one reel would take me an entire freaking day like and I nearly like would cry like I remember going to Ryder my son and sort of being like how the do you do this stupid real thing like I can't figure out how to edit it you know to now having you know two hours a week or three hours a week where it's social media content for the entire week like sorted you know like even just that those small um wins along the way right like there's definitely Mm. been some mongrel and joe you've been witness to that there's been mongrel for that type of stuff right yeah well that's just it like I feel like um you need that fight and and mongrel and small areas or aspects of of life and also the bigger goals of life not just not the big gigantic audacious goals yeah that's right yeah yeah definitely I think too um this year has been a real reminder to me personally about um you know consistency over perfection and also just degrees of change so you know whilst these big goals might be so freaking scary and you need mongrel to attack them like doing the things like knowing the things you need to do on a daily basis like the granular things and doing those things like they slowly build up right they build up each week mm-hmm. each month you know each quarter so i think there's definitely value in breaking that stuff down, like breaking those bigger goals down, obviously knowing your vision, but breaking it down to a point where you're just doing the things you need to do. So all you know is you need to get up and you need to do the things you need to do for that day, like attack it a day at a time. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And just consistency is, is king in all areas of life, right? You can't expect anything in life if you aren't consistent with whatever it is that you are doing and sometimes just the fight to be consistent of yeah getting up early of going to the gym of cooking meals at home like it just applies to all areas of your life yeah totally um and I think even just sort of chunking that stuff down bite-sized helps as well like I know this week our biggest um focus is on home-cooked healthy meals like every night home-cooked healthy meals Monday to Friday we might you know do something on the weekend but just even that right and even just the way you feel after you do something like that seems so simple but you know eating really good healthy meals for the week just sets you up you know so well love that I think one quote that comes to mind that I've always found helpful, especially these last couple of years, is it's along the lines, I can't remember who who the quote is from, sorry, but it basically says this life is 100% your responsibility. No one is coming to save you. 
And I love that because it just really reminds me and puts the ownership back on me in the sense that whatever I want in my life, I'm going to have to go for it. It ain't going to be handed to me. Get your ass up and get to work. And, you know, when I when I think about this whole property journey that we've been sharing with our listeners, you know, this journey to get my second property, you know, it hasn't been easy, as you know, amens. And right from the start, like, I've had to jump some hurdles. I've had to try and figure some things out. Like, I was willing to sell my car. Like, that requires some fight and some mongrel because it, this property isn't just going to be handed to me. I've had to figure it, figure it out and try and negotiate and move things around to, to make it happen. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Doing whatever the hell you have to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is huge. And I think, too, that just brought up another thing for me, which is, you know, obviously, I love that quote that you spoke about, about it being your own responsibility. But I th- And I think sometimes people can, you know, be guilty of blaming others for them not doing what they want to do, whether that's a partner or a friend or a close relative, whatever. Like, they might blame them. Oh, you know, they took up all my time. I couldn't do X, Y, Z. You know, they did this and that. I couldn't do, you know, that whole victimhood type scenario I think that's of another big reason why people can't get out of their own ways right like if you've got a massive goal you're going to do whatever the hell you need to do um to get it done blame a yeah that's it <laughs> it's a new one Today, again, Love it. Like, take take ownership of your own life stop blaming other people stop blaming situations and yeah when you take ownership you take your power back as well yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, wow, I think that's been awesome, Joe. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add? No, I think we've had a good conversation, just, you know, life in general way. It, it, it's not easy, but if it was easy, you know, it'd be boring as well. But Yeah, exactly. And if the hard things were easy, everybody would be doing them, right? So yeah. that's what makes it special. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode, everyone. Um, you know, I hope you uh, found those love uppercuts with love as they were supposed to be dealt. <laughs> um, and, you know, that's a bit of an insight really too into how Joe and I sort of speak life into each other as well. It's not always, um, you know, sunshine and moonbeams. Sometimes it's, um, you know, real talk, <laughs> which I think yeah. we've done today. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you everyone. If you enjoyed this episode or found value in it and think that, you know, family and friends might find the same, please take a screenshot and share it to your social. It really is the biggest compliment to us. Um, and we can't wait to get on the microphone again when my girl gets back from Vegas. We'll have some cool stories. So until then, take care. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye.